Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Solutions Podcast, where entrepreneurs come to learn how to socialize their business. And now, your host, Eilina Callip. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again on the Social Media Marketing Solutions Podcast. Today, I have a wonderful guest joining me. Her name is Eve Fabros, and she is just an amazing person to get to know. She owns her own business and she specializes in uh, CRM tools and email marketing. So that's online automation for your business. And if you're just getting started, um, you know, marketing your business online, these are going to be the tools that you use to get yourself in front of a mass amount of people. And when you learn from Eve today, you will be able to walk away from this conversation and be able to implement things immediately. So without further ado, I want to thank you, Eve, for joining us on the show and let's get started. All right. Thank you so much, Eve, for joining us on the show today. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Sure. So um, my name is Eve Fabros and I'm actually a full-time wife, mother, and online marketing manager at Action Coach, which is a business coaching franchise organization. And I'm also a part-time online marketing consultant. Um, So that's why I know you've invited me here today because I really love what I do at work and I love uh, training and teaching others um, in this really exciting specialized area that I work in. And um, it's also kind of, interesting. I have a story to tell how I fell into marketing. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, because I really love numbers through school and I ended up getting a double major in economics and statistics from UC Berkeley in California. Nice. Um, I won't tell you the year I graduated. <laughs> don't want to give away my age. Living in Silicon Valley, I decided to work for, you know, one of the high tech companies out there, uh, which was great because I had a wonderful opportunity in one organization to actually work in many different areas of the company because I couldn't really find something that was economics and statistics focused at at those high tech companies. So I actually started off in the marketing area, kind of as an executive assistant. And then I started moving around in the company. And the, the area that I finally ended up in where I really realized I found my little niche of what I love to do was in the database marketing group. So once I was there, I knew that I'd found my home and I wanted to, you know, you know, lead my future career on that path. Tell and- us a little bit about what database marketing is, because I feel like there's probably a good amount of people that aren't too sure what that is. Absolutely. So um, different from a list kind of building tool, like a Weber's a list building tool, MailChimp, um, Constant Contact, a, um, a online database or what I would call a CRM, which stands for Contact Relationship Management Tool, is a, um, it's more like an intelligent database that not only houses all of your contacts, but you can actually organize them into a sales and or marketing process. You can um, assign rules to what's going to happen to these people if they come in with this value, let's say, on, you know, their form. And so some um, CRM tools that I'm 
familiar with out there today is like Entreport, Infusionsoft, and HubSpot. Those are like some of the more popular ones that people are using. But people don't necessarily have to start at that level. If you are just kind of starting out your business and you don't, you know, need the robust of automation in sales and marketing, it's, it's really fine to start with one of the other tools. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Go back to your story. I just wanted to make sure oh, no. I knew what that was. Okay. <laughs> no worries. No worries. So I think I left off that, you know, I discovered working in the database marketing area and um, uh, the group that I worked in was one of the first actually ever um, in Silicon Valley to, to develop their own online database tool. Um, and you kind of had to use a customized platform. They didn't have off-the-shelf products like Infusionsoft, Entreport, and HubSpot. You actually had to work with a vendor that would build your database exactly the way you wanted it. Wow. It lots and lots of money. Yes. <laughs> it's come a far <laughs> way. It's come a far Oh, my way. gosh. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, people today have it, you know, just like all of you millennials that have right. – phone and you know your we're ipad spoiled. and your, your laptop oh yeah we're Definitely. spoiled we never had to experience that manual stuff exactly yeah yeah awesome well tell us a little bit about your business what exactly do you do in your business okay well um like i said i'm focusing on um more online marketing consulting and my team and i can provide many areas of support for a business. So for example, let's say you, you, you know, you're tired of using MailChimp constant contact and you want to move to a more sophisticated CRM tool, I can help you uh, do data migration. You know, maybe you even have a bunch of stuff on Excel spreadsheets, you know, um, all of that stuff can be easily imported. We can set up, you know, what custom fields that you might want in your particular business, you know, set that all up in your CRM tool. So I can do data migration. Um, also, as I mentioned, set up and execute whatever marketing and sales automation a person might need within their business. Um, we can also design marketing landing pages or squeeze pages. A lot of these CRM tools have those features built in. I know Entreport does, or I guess sometimes people will use um, tools like um, Instapage, Leadpage, so I can help design those types of things. Um, I can also build membership sites for, you know, online courses, uh, video editing. I've done hundreds and hundreds of webinars, so I can set up and host those. I also think what's very important when you're starting to work with anybody in, in a project is to actually outline a strategic process flowchart. Um, so definitely um, can design those if, if someone needs that. And then soon I'll also be offering Facebook ad marketing. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so let me back up a little bit because mm -hmm. I have a ton of questions. So first thing that you, one of my first questions actually is a landing page. Now I specifically know what the purpose of a landing page is, mm -hmm. but let's say somebody um, has not used any of these tools before. What could a business owner, a small business owner who's just getting started, what is the benefit of using a landing page in comparison to like their website or something like that? 
Gotcha. So the purpose of your landing page is really to have that person take some kind of call to action. And the reason why you don't want to put a landing page, let's say on your website, or have any of your menus available, you know, as a page on your website is, is because it, it's a distraction. So you can actually put a landing page on your website, but it's hidden. All your menus and everything are hidden. Um, but because a lot of kind of website uh, building tools might not have landing page capability built into it, people will build those um, somewhere else. But um, the purpose really is to have a, a strong call to action, whether it's click a button or fill out this form. Um, people also can refer to those pages sometimes as squeeze pages because, again, you're trying to get them to take an action, you know, from email or from a Facebook ad or from a social media posting. Perfect. Great. Awesome. So my other question to you is webinars. So I'm actually considering doing a webinar. Um, we'll see, you know, how awesome. I feel. <laughs> you know who can help you with that. Of course. Of course. Yes. So if you could just explain the benefit behind a webinar, because I just recently listened to, um, Amy Porterfield because she mm, absolutely love loves, yes, she's awesome on her webinars. But if you could just share with us, you know, the big benefit behind webinars, because I can totally see it myself. And I'm sure so many of the other business owners out there would love to know what is the big deal around webinars. Webinars. Okay. So um, let me give you an example that's kind of, you know, what people can relate to. Let's say that they go, um, to like download an ebook, right? Like I'm getting something and it's usually for free, correct? So a webinar can do that and so much more. Usually webinars are, you know, anywhere between 45 to 60 minutes and it's a way to get a big group of people together and teach them live. A lot of times, you know, you'll have a Q&A period there. So it's a way to just get people interested and in knowing you on a very, you know, I wouldn't say intimate, but, you know, um, quick leveraging tool as well. You okay. Know I mean? Got it. Yeah. So I know this is kind of going off a little bit from what we talked about, but I just have a quick question. Of, uh, one other question about webinars. Mm -hmm. So let's say somebody is ready to you know, do a webinar, they know everything that they're gonna talk about. Mm -hmm. How do they promote the webinar? So how does somebody even get people to show up? Gotcha. So um, you know, if you don't have your database, you definitely you know, want to start um, sharing it on social media. You might wanna partner with strategic people who um, have a similar, um, kind of target audience as you and have them invite, you know, people to your webinar. And what they can get from that is um, usually you can entice people to intend, attend your webinar by saying you'll get these free gifts. And some of those free gifts can be from those strategic partners. They might want to give away this and that, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then that way they are not only are they helping you fill your, you know, your registrants at your webinar, but they will possibly get, you know, people from your side of the audience to fill up their database. So it's kind of an even exchange, everybody win-win. 
kind of situation. Yeah, that's a great strategy. I don't, I never consider doing like a strategic alliance, but um, that's awesome. That's such a great idea. Yep. Yep. And I mean, a lot of people are doing, to me, I like the webinars because they're live and it's exciting. Everyone's kind of anticipating, you know, up into the date of when that webinar happens. And you actually don't want to over promote your webinar too early because people will then forget, you know, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't go more than three weeks out in for pro promoting your webinar probably two to one week is really all you need. Yeah, I completely agree with you because I have signed up for webinars. Like a really good example is um, Google's webinar. They do like a, a Google ad webinar. And what they did was they actually sent me an email that had every webinar they are going to have all the way up until August. Wow. So of course, naturally, I was like, okay, just sign up for all of them. Right. And so I signed up for every single one of them and I have yet to show up to any of them just oh. because it completely, you know, comes, you just forget about it. Right. Because they only send you that one email. They're, oh, yeah. I'm surprised they only send you the one, the I know. email. No yeah. reminders, huh? No. Well, actually, sorry. They do send out a reminder, but it's the same day. But by that point, oh, I've, already, yeah. I've already, you know, exactly figured out yeah. already. So, yeah. So do they I do the replay though, or no? They do. Yeah. Okay. So then that's good. I was yeah. going to say, and that's, that's the other great thing that people already know about is that as long as I register, I know I'll probably get this replay because I'm very interested in the topic and I'll want to listen to it when it's convenient and on my schedule. Awesome. Yeah. That's a great idea. So mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing that. So, um, I know that you, you know, you mentioned that you do the automation, the membership sites, and what was the last thing? Sorry. I just asked you earlier. Yes. Process flow. Yes. Yes. So could you give us three, you know, different tools or recommendations, um, that you offered that you think other business owners could benefit from? Sure. The tools. Um, so right now I primarily use Entreport um, at my full-time job and also I'm using it as uh, my consulting service job and because I'm a certified consultant there. And um, what I like about Entreport is that it is very cost-effective. It's actually, you know, um, much more inexpensive than something like a HubSpot or even Infusionsoft. Um, so, and, and that is a tool actually that has the built-in membership site plugin that you can utilize with uh, WordPress. So it's kind of like you can get so many tools all in one. So that's one, one um, tool that I would definitely recommend. Do you know um, another one of your head what that cost is? Yes, I do. So you can start off um, with $79 a month. That's their lowest membership level. And it gives you um, all those features I mentioned. The only requirement is for that price, you have to have 25, less than 2,500 contacts. So once you go over 2,500 contacts in your database, then you're forced to move up to the next level, which um, doubles your price. I think it's one, 150. 
Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then the other membership levels up from that, like I know um, where I'm working now at Action Coach, uh, we pay $300 a month, and that's only because we um, are able to have additional users use the tool at the same time. And then the highest is, um, I believe, about 500 a month, and you get like 10 users instead of the, the two that we currently pay for. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. So it's based on users at that point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then is there like a limit still once you get to that level on how many subscribers that you have? Um, I haven't reached a subscriber. Um, I don't think there's a limit on subscribers. They do also have a limitation on the number of emails. So I think it's 100,000 emails that can be sent out at the $300 level. And then um, at the $500 level, um, you can have at least double that. And then they'll charge you incrementally. Like if you go over your $100,000 limit, then they'll charge you incrementally like $99 per every Oh, okay. Other you know, a hundred thousand or something like that. Got it. Got it. Okay, yeah. great. Very cost effective. Love it. Yeah, that's awesome. And so another tool that um, I would also recommend for business users to use, because I'm very familiar with it, is a GoToWebinar. They, um, you know, depending on how many uh, people you anticipate having, they, um, Citrix is actually the, the parent company name and they have a product called GoToWebinar, which can have, I believe, up to um, over a thousand users or attendees. Oh, on wow. It. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're not, you know, you're not going to utilize um, that many um, people on there, they have a smaller product. It's called GoToMeeting, where you can have at least 25 people and oh. all very similar um, you know, features and functions. And what I do like about GoToWebinar, that is a brand new feature that they um, just um, offered, is that you're able to play video. They've not had that before. So while oh. you're at a webinar, yeah, you can actually, you know, upload a video that you know you're going to be playing during the webinar. And it allows you, you know, to come on the screen. It's nice and clear. There's not, you know, hopefully there's not the streaming issues that can happen, you know, when everybody's online, they right. you know, made, made it so that it's, it's pretty smooth in the streaming and it plays just like you were playing it. So would you upload the video ahead of time or is it just like a video that you can play from your computer? Like how does no, that? No, so that, that, that is the key. You have to ha have it uploaded to your event ahead of time. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why the technology wasn't quite there. If you, like if I was in GoToWebinar and I tried to play a video on my screen, people could see it, it wouldn't be in sync and there was no audio. Oh, so. interesting. Okay, well, yeah, that's an awesome feature. I'm sure a ton mm -hmm. of people would, are just dying to use that because uh, video is kind of where it's at right now. Correct. Yeah. And then the last tools that I wanted to um, mention that I use very often and it eat this one tool started off <laughs> when it was I was in my high tech days, you know, so many years ago. And both of these products come from TechSmith. Snagit is a tool I love to use just to do screen captures. You can do amazing things like 
just, you know, instead of using like the print screen on your computer and then having to go into paint and crop it and blah, 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 you can actually just capture the parts of the screen that you want. And then they have these awesome tools where you can like add arrows or put a big circle around it. You know, I use it a lot whenever I'm, you know, having to um, create emails where I want the image or I need to, you know, be more thorough in my descriptions and things like that. You know, pictures speak a thousand words. So Absolutely, I love Snagit. Yeah. And then the other um, tool from them that I use often for video editing is called Camtasia. Okay. So tell us a little bit about that. Um, so, I mean, Camtasia is a kind of standard a video editing tool where you can, you know, upload your videos, your pictures, um, music, and, you know, do all this video editing. And what's nice, too, is they, they've added a lot of, like, uh, lower thirds, which, you know, if you're ever watching a video and you see, like, this writing on the lower third bottom part, of your, you know, your video, video, it comes across. So they have a lot of templates, background, you know, mini videos, music, a lot of these video editing tools will already come with a lot of things. So you're not having to search all over, you know, the internet, finding all these additional things. These tools will come with all of those, you know, additional things for video editing already built in. So that's kind of nice. Okay, cool. I'm so glad that you mentioned this because Lauren, you know Lauren. You know, I know Lauren. Yeah, we've, all, we've all worked <laughs> together at one point. Um, Lauren actually was on the show a couple episodes ago and we were talking about video also. So I'm glad that you mentioned Camtasia because I'm sure that there's a lot of listeners out there that are interested in doing mm -hmm. video but are intimidated by the editing part. Um, yes. I know me as well. I, I definitely don't like editing. And so it's awesome that I have a friend like Lauren that helps me. But, um, you know, for those that, you know, are trying to do it on their own, it sounds like Camtasia is a pretty user-friendly yeah. program. I would say, yeah, it is very user-friendly. I mean, the way that I learned it as a coworker, he primarily did all the video editing, but, um, you know, because we were doing these live videos <laughs> that we then had to edit right away and then play that edited video as a live video in the afternoon, I had to learn how to video edit. So he did, you know, pretty quick training. And then I've just been learning on my own. So, I mean, it's just one of those things where practice makes perfect and it's all creative, you know, so it's almost like you can't do anything wrong because that's your creative side, you know, and it's, if people don't like it, well then, you know, not everybody likes the same music. Right. right? Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm sure so many of the listeners are going to utilize some of those tools. So share with us if you have like a story, a success story of a business that maybe wasn't using automation. So like a CRM tool, Mm -hmm. uh, wasn't using it and then are using it now, what are the benefits that a business could get from, you know, utilizing CRM in their business? Gotcha. Yeah. So here's just a simple story. And it was actually with one of the clients that I was doing uh, video editing for. I had actually signed up, you know, for um, 
an event that she was having. I registered for it, right? And I, I guess she has me on just different lists. And so she kept re-inviting people um, to the same event. But after I had registered, finally, right, I had thought those invitations would stop and I'd be getting, you know, a different you know, reminder, can't wait to see you kind of emails, you know, about attending the event. But lo and behold, I got another invite. So I was like, hmm, she really needs to, you know, set something up more on sales automation, just so that the person receiving the stuff, you know, has a feeling that do they know me? Of course they know me. You know, the way a sales or a marketing automation would work is that you'd Put everybody, you know, that you want to invite in your database into what's called a sequence or an email drip where you continue to invite them, right, to your event. But once they register, your sales automation marketing tool will say, okay, you're registered. Let me remove them now from that email sequence and put them now in the reminder sequence, you know, up um, reminding them about the event okay so, so now so now they went from one email sequence now they're jumping over to a that's different correct. yes email sequence and now they're gonna start receiving a whole set of new emails right yes okay I mean and the thing is I think I I, I moved from one list of hers the invitation no, I would say I didn't move, but I stayed on the invitation list and then I got added to the reminder list. So I was getting invites and reminders, you know what I mean, at the same time. Oh, interesting. It doesn't, it doesn't really look good. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's it seems my like confirmation. You're, yeah. Right. It seems exactly. like you're a little bit confused, right? Like right. Now you're on multiple lists, which is obviously not what you want your customers to be on. Correct, correct. Okay. And there's probably a way she could have manually gone in but with sales automation tools you just set up a rule and it boom it happens you know what i mean and here's another example so um there was a, a client of mine um uh, engage and grow they wanted me to create a survey right and so within this survey all of their answers were in uh text right but they wanted each of those uh text values to equal a numeric value so that they can get a final score and therefore based on the final score you would understand kind of what segment of engagement the company you know scored in so with CRM tools and custom fields you know you can build all of those with rule it's not and it's a little bit of programming and planning but it's very easily done so then bottom line when I put them in a sequence my sequence had rules that said if it's this score send them this email if it's a score between this and this send them this email you know what I mean and the email was actually their final score result and what the company you know thought their service um, could be offered to them you know based on their score so all of those things you can't do with like a list right um, type of platform but yeah. with CRM tools that have a lot of intelligence, you know, programming, triggers, rules, email sequences, all of that makes setting up your automation very, and, you know, once you do it, it's there until you need to make any changes. Well, I know that my head is spinning right now because... Oh. <laughs> because wow. in a good way, in a good way, because I actually use MailChimp right now. Mm -hmm. And... Um, 
I love MailChimp for exactly what it does. You know, it does the whole email scenario. Um, and that's pretty much the level that I'm at, which is just sending out emails. So anybody that goes on my list, they, you know, they get this email sequence and, and that's pretty much the level that I'm at right now. But it is good to know um, after talking to you that the next level from where I'm at would definitely be a CRM tool. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially when you start like doing more different webinars, you know, instead of having all these different lists from what activities people have, you know, engaged with you on, you have uh, a CRM tool where uh, you have one contact record instead of several lists. You have one contact record, and in that contact record, you kind of tag them or list all the engagement things, like they went to this webinar, they also downloaded this ebook, you know, oh, and they're visited this landing page. All of the history is tracked into that one contact. And so based on all this engagement, you can actually do what's called scoring your contacts in your database, so that the ones that are more engaged, they kind of rise to the top of your priority list, and you might want to communicate with them slightly differently than you might have someone who's not as engaged. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, definitely. Well, I love that because now I think it's a little bit more clear the difference between um, a tool like MailChimp, which mm -hmm. sends out emails and then the comparison to a CRM because even for myself, I thought I, I actually thought that the two were the same. I thought they were actually doing the same thing. So thank you for clarifying that. Oh, absolutely. So here's my last question for you. So mm -hmm. what inspires, inspired you to go into business for yourself? Well, I think what um, has really inspired me, especially doing the kind of work that I do, is that I um, have a way to uh, reach more people that I can assist. Um, you know, you're familiar with the DISC profile. I know that you might not have discussed it yet, but my DISC is I'm a high S, which means I'm a very high supporter as far as my commu communication style and just the way that I like to engage with people. So um, I'm thinking going into my own business, I'd be able to target the group of people that I know I can help in a more... Um, not only supportive, but a more passionate side for me too, because I love what I do and being able to um, either teach people or use my skill sets, you know, in the area that I love to do to help them, you know, help their business run more smoothly is um, really what inspired me. You know, oh, that's I, can't, awesome. I can't just do, I can't reach out to so many people just in my little small job, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, no, I, I hear can you. definitely do that um, in a much more efficient way. Yeah, going into business for myself. So, you know, I'm still doing the full time gig, haven't done, you know, my consulting um, full time yet, but who knows? It'll, it'll, you know, probably happen when I'm good and ready. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know what, Eve, thank you so much for coming on the show. I love all the information that you share. I could literally talk to you for hours about this. Just because yes, it's so, yes, <laughs> just because it's, this is exactly where I'm at, you know, in, in my own business. So thank mm -hmm. you so much. 
So if anybody that's listening right now would like to learn more about you, where could they go? Um, the best place to go is directly to my website, which is dreambigonlinesuccess.com. And there I actually have a contact form, which you can fill out and um, tell me, you know, I have a little check boxes on what um, areas of online marketing that you're looking at getting assistance with. And, you know, we'll set up some time to talk and, you know, see what uh, your needs are. So awesome that's the best way to get in touch with me. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Eva. It was so great talking to you. Thank you too, Lena. It was wonderful talking to you too. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Before you head out, I just want to say a quick thank you for joining us on today's episode. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to our show and also be sure to share with your friends that are also business owners. Anyone who is a business owner can completely and totally learn anything that we're sharing here on the show today. So if you want to reach out to me or have any questions, please reach out to me on my website. The site is Eilina C, which is A-I-L-I-N-A-C, like cat, dot com. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.